Greetings, everyone. This is Pastor Mike. Thank you for joining me today. I'm here in my office today with my Bible open to Ephesians chapter 6. And we're talking about experiencing true freedom in Christ from the bondages and deceptions of the enemy who wants to ensnare us and create barriers to our spiritual growth. Christ wants us to be free, to live the life we were created to live in him. I mentioned in the previous episode that some of what I'm sharing um, in this episode and the previous episode um, are quotes and paraphrases from the book The Bondage Breaker by Neil Anderson. But that said, let's start with the Word of God. Ephesians chapter 6, starting in verse 13. Therefore, take up the full armor of God so that you will be able to resist on the evil day. And having done everything to stand firm, stand firm, therefore, having belted your waist with truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having strapped on your feet the preparation of the gospel of peace. In addition to all, taking up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Now, some Christians ask, so if the Lord has defeated the enemy on the cross and fitted me with armor, why can't I just trust in that and be good? And perhaps you've wondered that yourself. But if you think about it, that's a bit like a person joining the military and while acknowledging that our military has the most advanced and sophisticated weaponry in the world, asking why they should actually learn how to use it. The weapons are only as effective as those that operate them. Apathy and passivity are attitudes that open us up to demonic attack and influence. There is confusion and disagreement theologically over the amount of influence demons can have over a believer. The very term demon-possessed causes many of these misunderstandings, I think. In Matthew chapters 4, 9, 15, and Mark chapter 10, the word that's usually translated possessed would be better translated as demonized, meaning to be under the influence of one or more demons. The English word possession, as we most commonly understand it, as constituting ownership, doesn't occur in the original Greek text. And it's that understanding of the word possession that causes a great majority of the theological arguments, which is understandable. If we take possession to mean ownership, then in that sense, Christians are Holy Spirit possessed. We have been bought and purchased by the blood of the Lamb. We belong to God. When the translators translated that word, they were probably thinking of the aspect of possession where we might say, whatever possessed you to do that? Or in other words, what has overcome or influenced you to do that? The problem with these theological arguments is that they've led to believers forming a worldview that rejects the ability of demonic forces to attack or influence believers. This then leads to a lack of engagement in spiritual warfare because they simply don't believe it's necessary. But think about it. The sole purpose of the armor of God is to stop the penetration of the fiery darts of the enemy. We have to acknowledge that there is a spiritual reality all around us. I'm not talking about a demon behind every bush. 
but a biblical worldview that understands that the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of God's Son comprise the spiritual atmosphere that exists around us and which are in conflict with one another. The Bible says that we are to put on the full armor of God and use each piece as God has directed so that we can fight spiritual battles effectively. When we put on the full armor of God, we are, as Romans 13, 14 says, putting on the Lord Jesus Christ. Satan has nothing in Christ. And to the extent that we put on Christ, the flaming arrows of the evil one cannot touch us. In verses 14 and 15 of this passage in Ephesians 6, we're told to put on the first three pieces of the armor so that we may stand firm. All three are described in the past tense. Stand firm, therefore, having built at your waist with truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having strapped on your feet the preparation of the gospel of peace. These three pieces should be in place so that we can stand firm. The first piece is the belt of truth. We talked last episode about how truth is our primary defense against the lies and deceptions Satan uses against us. This runs counter to what we often think of as spiritual warfare. Often when we think of spiritual warfare, we think of confrontational power encounters with demons who manifest in crazy ways, right? I'm not saying that this doesn't happen in our world today, as it did in Jesus' day. But most often, spiritual warfare is practiced through truth encounters, which is simply the declaration of truth over our lives and the spiritual atmosphere surrounding us, and a renunciation of all lies and deceptions that we have believed and acted upon. There's still a confrontational element to it, but the confrontation isn't me shouting down a demon. We confront lies with truth and take our stand against the enemy. The sword of the Spirit is the Word of God. That's what it says in verse 17 of Ephesians 6. Jesus prayed in, in John chapter 17, Father, I do not ask you to take them out of the world, meaning his disciples and those who would believe after them, but to keep them from the evil one, sanctify them, that is, set them apart in the truth. Your word is truth. It is through this kind of spiritual warfare, equipped with the full armor of God, that we're not just to break demonic footholds in our lives that exist because of sin and unforgiveness, which we've talked about in previous podcasts, but we're also to break off the lies and deceptions that we've believed and acted upon that demonic forces then use to manipulate, condemn, and keep us in bondage. In 1 Corinthians 10, verses 4 and 5, it says, The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. This demolishing of arguments and pretensions is a critical part of the nature of spiritual warfare. Remember that a stronghold is a hopeless mindset, a wrong way of thinking that accepts as unchangeable something that is contrary to the Word of God. We as believers can find ourselves living under deception when these strongholds have taken root and established themselves as part of our belief system. Remember 
that our actions are driven by what we truly believe. When we believe wrongly, we act wrongly. That's why we've been given the shield of faith to repel the lies of the enemy. Faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. As we become more grounded in the word, our shield gets bigger and bigger. The helmet of salvation then protects our minds as we take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. These verbs are very active. We demolish arguments. We take every thought captive. We take up the shield of faith and the sword of the Spirit. There's nothing passive about the way the Bible describes our engagement in this battle. But too often, we shrink away from engaging in spiritual warfare for our own lives and the lives of those nearest to us. We think that this type of spiritual warfare is for a specially trained group of Christians who know just the right words to say. But the greatest weapon in our spiritual arsenal and the great liberating agent is truth. Jesus is truth. And he is the one who sets the captive free. Today, let us put on the full armor of God so that we might take our stand in Christ and give the enemy no place within that perimeter which is sanctified, offered to God, and therefore set apart for God's exclusive use. Perhaps pray a prayer like this and declare, Father in heaven, as a child of God who is seated with Christ in the heavenly places, I put on the Lord Jesus Christ and stand firm by the power of his might. In the name and authority of the Lord Jesus Christ, I declare that every enemy of the Lord Jesus Christ that is in my presence be bound and that every influence and bond be broken. I renounce every sinful practice and reject every condemning, accusing, and blasphemous lie from the enemy. I belong to Christ. I am a new creation in him. I offer myself to you right now, Lord. Sanctify me in your truth. May your will be done in my life as you fill me and empower me by your Holy Spirit. Amen.